You're listening to Launch Marketing with Mara Roberts. Quick practical tips to get more customers. Hello everyone, this is Mara from Infinity Creative and today I have to admit that I'm just a tad bit excited because we are going to be bringing to you top-notch information from an industry leader that I admire and respect and I know that this is going to help you grow your business. As business owners, we are constantly on the hunt for marketing techniques that are going to make our businesses more profitable while easing the tension on our day-to-day demands. And while getting publicity is good for the ego, there are a select number of businesses out there that are using PR to make huge profits thanks to the work and value training of Sue Papadoulis from Publicity for Profit. If you want to find out about how you can get into the media, forget going to an expensive PR firm. Sue Papadoulis, an experienced career journalist, has brought her experience from the media industry to the corporate world and is now teaching business owners like you how to make a significant profit by getting coveted press coverage. Sue, tell us about the moment that you decided to quit your corporate job and go out on your own. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess there's been a couple of really big turning points in my career over the years. Um, Definitely, I did make the big decision to quit my corporate life when I was working in PR and start my own business. And interestingly, it was actually more a decision based on fear. And I I find it quite remarkable these days when we're running the size of the business that we're running now that really the only decision that I had to make was which one was a scarier option or which one was a least scary option. Because at the time I was pregnant, I'd I'd recently got married and I was pregnant and I'd gone on maternity leave and we had our baby and um, I was really frightened of putting our newborn baby into daycare and going back to this job that I really no longer enjoyed, in fact really disliked. And so I kind of felt like I was backed into a corner and I really didn't have any other option than to start a business. And that was really the decision was to, you know, could I, could I really put our baby into daycare or could I not face that option? And that was the option that I couldn't face and but only just slightly less fearful was I, I was about starting a business. I was actually very frightened of starting a business. I'd lost that safety net of a regular income as probably many of your listeners have, have gone through that. Um, and I, you know, I had wanted to do it for a long time, but I had let the fear stop me, the fear of the unknown, the fear of not having a regular income, the fear of doing GST and BAS and tax and all that kind of stuff really did stop me for a long time. And now I think, gosh, um, if only I'd started it before I had kids because I'd have much more time on my hands. But um, yeah, it was a really fear-based decision. And I guess possibly the bigger decision that I made in my, my career was about moving out of journalism because I'd been a journalist for 10 years and I'd got to the top of my profession as news editor. And when I got to that, that point as being news editor, I really started to think for the first time about what I was doing 
and the impact of being a journalist um, on myself, but also on other people around me. And I realised that it was largely negative. It was a very negative profession to, for the rest of my life. So there were two, two real turning points, moving out of journalism, and what I did after that was to go into PR, and because I thought there was nothing else for me, and I thought that was the only thing I could possibly do with my skill set. Didn't particularly enjoy it. The second big moment was leaving that corporate career in PR and going out on my own and starting a business. Mm. I think that's really interesting. I think um, a lot of business owners that are particularly have been successful in their corporate careers find it a lot more harder uh, to, yeah, to take that step into business. So yeah, that's a really interesting journey and that um, it's interesting that you've found something meaningful um, to do. So as business owners, why should we be considering press coverage for our businesses? Yeah, for sure. Look, you know, getting coverage in the media is probably one of the fastest, easiest, cheapest things you can do yeah. to get your business out there. And I know that's probably the number one consideration for any business owner is making sure they reach more potential customers. So it's honestly, you know, in terms of getting your um, getting your business out there, there's no easier or cheaper or fastest way to do that. Um, that's certainly been my experience. I, I started a business in PR, but I also had another business called Home homebizchicks.com, which was a membership website for women working from home who had a fear of starting a business, essentially people like me. So I started this membership website and I spent a lot of money on it. I got um, like $10,000 on it, um, which I didn't have. I put it on a credit card and I realized very quickly after I launched it, which basically meant switching it on and making it live, that I had no real way of getting it out there. And yeah. Um, I didn't really know about online marketing, interestingly. I'm not quite sure why I thought I could run a website when I do nothing about online marketing. Um, but I thought, I figured, you know, because it was such a good idea, people would just find me somehow. And of course they didn't. And I was really struggling to get this website out there until I finally had the brainwave to do some publicity around it. So we got ourselves onto a current affair. And as soon as that story went to air, it literally just uh, sparked our business. It, it really got it underway. So we, I, I got thousands and thousands of people joining my database, so it gave me an instant database of customers to keep wow. marketing to, and we sold $40,000 worth of products, selling a $19.95 a month membership fee. Wow. So that happened virtually overnight, yeah. And so I know from, from being on the receiving end as a small business owner, just what publicity can do. So it can certainly get your customers, create those sales. It really also gives you great credibility because once people see you in the media, they believe you to be credible. They believe that you know what you're talking about because you've been yeah. in the media. Um, and there's also some other great things. It can help improve your search engine rankings. Yeah. So if you get some great media coverage um, and you can get some links from that media back to your website, you'll shoot mm. up the search engine rankings very quickly. Um, it can bring other businesses who are willing to do business with you. So you might get some great strategic alliance partners out of it who then expose you to a whole lot of their clients. Um, it can even help you get your bank loan approved. So if you're going to go into the bank and looking for a business loan or something like that, you're actually 30% more likely to get that loan approved if you've had some publicity. There's been some studies done. Yeah, so there's, there's just huge benefits. And the great thing is that 
you don't have to have been in business for many, many years to get publicity. I, I meet a lot of people and many startups or micro businesses who, who think, gosh, I have to have all my ducks lined up in a row and I have to get everything working beautifully and have clients and all that kind of stuff before I get publicity. Yeah. No, the, the quickest way to get started in business, as I found out through Homebiz Chicks, is get publicity and then you get the clients as a result. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And I think um, a, a lot of business owners, you know, I just sit on two fences they've either never really considered themselves for the press or they've sent one or two press releases to the local rag and haven't really seen much you know from it um so yeah. and I think that has a lot to do with the topics that business owners are writing about or the angle and approach that they're taking so um so what's your advice for you know business owners and deciding on a topic for their release yeah, for sure. And look, you're absolutely right. I, I meet a lot of people who might have tried to get publicity in that they've contacted their local newspaper or a magazine or, or a bigger newspaper or even a radio station or a TV show and not had any luck and um, that may have left them disheartened. But honestly, it's probably more about the topic, yes, definitely, and the way you've gone about it. So it's it, you need to kind of understand what a journalist is wanting from you um, before you can be successful in getting publicity. So the first step really is to come up with that good idea. And the key thing to know about that is you really need to be thinking about the audience that, you're, that is going to be reading that newspaper or watching the TV show or whatever that is. So you've got to be thinking about what do they want? What would they be interested in? And how can you help them in some way? So it's not about you, yourself. And I see so many people get this wrong. And this is really probably the key component that I see people getting wrong, mostly. And this includes PR firms is they talk about themselves. They talk about what thing they're doing, their new event, their new website, their new business premises, their new staff member, and they're talking about themselves. Now, if you put yourself into the, feet, into the shoes of an audience member, is that interesting to them? Mm. Probably not. And a journalist is looking to interest their audience, first and foremost. They're not looking to just write a great story about you for, for your own benefit. They're looking for you to help them interest an audience because that's what they're looking for. You know, that's what being in the media is all about, is engaging with an audience and getting more people to buy the newspaper. So in terms of finding a topic, once we're thinking about what the audience wants, often the quickest way to do that, the quickest way to get yourself into the media is to actually tie in with something that's already happening in the media. Okay. So find a story that you can tie in with and that relates to you in some way, then jump on that and tie yourself into it because it's already running in the media. And that means the journalist is interested in the story and they're probably going to want to do it again and expand on it and keep the story going because they have so much space to fill. Mm -hmm. So an example of that might be um, the Melbourne Cup. So the Melbourne Cup, um, the most recent one, was um, quite controversial with the death of two yeah. horses. Yeah. Um, now, I've seen a whole lot of different stories come out about that um, in the subsequent days. Animal rights people, horse trainers, um, you know, all kinds of different people have come out and offered their opinion about what happened, about what should happen, about what could have happened. Um, and that's a great example if you have anything to do with that industry or, uh, you know, not even necessarily even with that industry, if it's something to do with um, animals or um, anything like that. If you have, if there's something that you have a strong opinion about that you can tie your business to, um, then you have plenty of potential to get publicity quickly. And if you, you know, think about anything.
anything that comes up. Start noticing the stories that are often in the media and think, you know, is that something that I could tie in with? Even things like Christmas time, um, seasonal stuff coming into the spring or summer, um, you know, what's going to be topical? Of course, it's going to be um, losing weight. It's going to be swimming at the beach. It's going to be, you know, festive food. You know, there's just a gazillion ideas when you start looking at it from the perspective of what is happening already in the media, your mind will be open to what potential there is for you to time with that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, someone may, listening to this, may have written a press release that they think is really exciting and enthusiastically approached, you know, their local journalist. Um, so what, what do we do when we get turned down? Do we just keep on knocking on the same doors or how do we handle that um, so that we don't appear to be, you know, harassing these journalists. Desperate, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, what we teach in our courses and trainings is um, to make the right kind of approach, I guess, to start with, which is to have a, a topic that you know is interesting to their audience, so you're not kind of sending them stuff that's not going to be interesting to them. That's the first thing. So your, re your likelihood of rejection is much less if you are doing that to start with. Um, and then making sure that you do definitely follow up. So emailing your press release in and then following up with a phone call, really, really important. I'd say probably 90% of the publicity I've ever generated for myself and for clients has been a result of making that follow-up phone call and a lot of people aren't willing to do that for whatever reason they might have fear around that or whatever um, really really important that you do that and once you have that call once you've done the call or you know when you're making that call if they're not interested um, have the gumption to say okay would you mind helping me out let me know why it's not interesting Okay. And then you get some great feedback. You'll understand then where you went wrong. So um, they may, you know, love your story and do it, or they may say we're not interested, and you'll learn a lot in that process. So if they're not interested, it could be just the fact that, um, you know, they did the story last month or something. So then you know it's not your story, it's just the timing of the story. Yeah. Um, so, and they may say, look, it's really not our cup of tea, and then you'd say, well, okay, I love to talk about this topic, so what kinds of things would you be interested about this topic? And then they might say, okay. oh, well, we'd like to do this story and that story and that story, and you can go away and put a press release together about that, and then you're really meeting their needs, and they'll love you forever, and they'll mm -hmm. do the story. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, a few people have probably tried just, you know, mass emailing their press release out to thousands of different publications and, and doing it that way. I think what I'm hearing from you is just really tailing, tailoring your approach um, according to either the audience or the, the publication that you're trying to get into. So that's actually really relevant for that journalist. And Absolutely, yeah. They're not going to do the story if it's not relevant to their audience. So you mm. do need a tailored approach. And look, I think we kind of... You know, some people believe that you can just do that mass mail out and that's probably the fault of PR firms doing that kind of thing and it honestly doesn't work. Yeah. You know, you're much better choosing maybe five to ten journalists that you're going to work on and send your press release to and get the relationship going and understand what they like and then feed them that. You're much more likely to get great publicity that way than constantly doing a mass mail out of a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand journalists and never knowing where it's gone or who's interested or who's not because um, you just can't follow them up. Yeah, yeah. And Sue, I'm, I'm sure you've read through hundred, hundreds of press releases in your time. Um, what, what are the elements, what are the main mistakes or elements to, for improvement that you see in uh, press releases from businesses? Yeah, look, I think the first thing comes down to most press releases are 
uh, talking about themselves to start with. So it, getting the topic wrong, and that's the key thing. That's the key part. So straight away they dive into talking about themselves, yeah. rather than what's in it for the audience. So making sure they've just got the right kind of story, and also understand when you're putting your press release together that a journalist is never going to read it in in intimate detail. They're not going to read line by line because they okay. just don't have time. So you need to really grab their attention in the moment with a great headline and a great opening line. And you really need to get to the heart of what your story is about in those two things, in the headline and the opening line. Wow, and okay. the rest of it is the rest of it will only be skim read. So if you can use bullet points, um, short sentences, space out your sentences so it can be easily skim read, that's going to be very appealing to a journalist. If you have big blocks of text and it's five pages long, there's no way they're going to read it. Um, you know, aim for about a page. Um, short, sharp, to the point. Your job is actually not to write the story for the journalist in the press release. Your job is to communicate your idea in the shortest and easiest way possible, and then they go and write the story. So something that's short, punchy, to the point, gets right to the heart of the matter, much more interesting than you revealing every single thing about your business in a five-page press release that no one's ever going to read. Yeah, okay. And so uh, Sue's business is called Publicity for Profit. So uh, I'm, I'm quite interested about the profit side of things and, and how you came about the uh, and why your business is called Publicity for Profit. Yeah, for sure. Um, publicity for profit came about because really that's what I believe everyone should be doing. If they're doing publicity, they ought to be making money out of it, otherwise it's not worth doing. Um, and I'm a really firm believer in that. I hear a lot of people tell me, oh, I hired a PR firm and you know, it didn't really result in any sales, but brand awareness was fantastic, you know. Oh, yeah. And I just go, when someone tells me brand awareness is yeah. great, but we've got no sales, that to me means it didn't work. You know, yeah. you, we're small businesses about bums on seats and dollars in the door. It's not about, you know, some fancy term like brand awareness. So we're all very focused at Publicity for Profit on helping people make money as a result of their publicity. So there's a lot of small things, and, and it always comes down to the small individual things that you do that make all the difference in the world yeah. to the end result from a, from a profit perspective. Yeah. So it's things like making sure that you have a call to action in every press release. And a call to action is essentially what you want the audience to do. And that is, you know, go to your website and download a free recipe or a free checklist or a free report, um, come, to a, come to a seminar, um, have a consultation, whatever it is that you want the audience to do, having read your story, yeah. um, you have to include that and make sure it's kind of the last line of the press release, so you're not doing it in a really salesy way, making sure that that's included, having the conversation with the journalist about including that. So the best calls to action are the things that relate specifically to the topic of the press release. So for example, if I was just doing a press release on how to lose five kilos before summer, and I must have seen that story five times now in the last month, yeah. and another five times before Christmas. Um, you know, if I, if I had that story going, I would have a call to action that said, you know, to download um, free low-fat summer recipes, go to, you know, loseweightnow.com.au. That really specifically relates to the topic of the press release, gives the journalist a reason to include it because it is something of value to their audience. Um, and, yeah, so that's, that's one of the key things is having the call to action, getting it into the story. Other things you can do to get more profit is to... 
um, work the online aspect of it. So um, getting a link from the media organisation's website back to your website. Okay. And that's one of the fastest, easiest ways to increase your search engine yeah, rankings. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So rather than spending a whole lot of money on SEO, work on getting some links from the media to your website. Um, that's certainly going to increase your results as well. So I've seen people, you know, um, get half-page stories in newspapers. One particular um, client I can think of, Universal Events, they got this great half-a-page story in a property section of a capital city newspaper, and they knew about this stuff with the call to action and, you know, getting links and so forth. So their call to action was the fact that the story was all about buying US property from Australia and how to do that, mm -hmm. and they happened to be running a seminar, a free seminar on that very topic soon after that story went out. So the call to action made it into the newspaper, the fact they were running a seminar. They also got the story on the newspaper's website, which linked back to this company's um, website. So they got to the number one spot on Google for those keywords, buy US property from America. Yeah. And as a result of the URL being in the call to action in the newspaper and the link, they got 50% increase in attendees at the event. Wow. And those 50% of, of increase in attendees spent $50,000 at the event. That's amazing. So they could have got the story and not got the call to action in there and possibly not got the extra attendees and possibly not made the extra $50,000. Yeah. So there's really, um, you know, small things that make all the difference in the world to making profit and that's really what we're about and in our business is showing people firstly how to get the publicity um, but probably more importantly, making sure that you make money out of it as a result. And that's what we love to see with our clients is, is turning their businesses around or getting them started with some great free publicity. Yeah, and there's probably not a marketing budget big enough to cover that sort of exposure um, that you get from publicity. That's, that's really interesting. Um, and one of the techniques from a marketing perspective that, that we found very um, effective is when you do have some publicity out is then boosting your marketing efforts, in, especially uh, if it's a local area um, location that you're trying to market, pushing um, some more marketing out during a time of publicity is also ups the effectiveness and um, yeah helps you leverage on those the, the press that you're getting so yeah, yeah absolutely and so yeah it's a very smart thing to do if you're going to be doing some kind of marketing at the same time you know if people are noticing your you know receive your thing in the direct mail or notice your ad on google or whatever marketing activity you're doing and then read about you in the newspaper they're, they're putting that all together and going oh wow yeah okay um this person really does know what they do what they're talking about and you know more likely to become your client yeah well, Sue, it's been really interesting talking to you. Thank you so much for your great advice and um, tips for business owners. And I really hope that um, everyone out there goes and writes to get together and just yeah writes a really good press release and um, gives it a go. So, um, Sue, where can we find out a little bit more about you and Publicity for Profit? Yeah, sure. sure. Thanks, Mara. Um, yes, our website's got what it's got a free report on there, the five biggest tips to getting free publicity in the media. So encourage everyone to download that, which is at publicityforprofit.com.au. Publicityforprofit.com.au. We also run live seminars in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and Perth mm -hmm. um, quite frequently. So um, that's a half a day seminar. They run around the country, and there's more information on that on the website, which is at publicityforprofit.com.au forward slash 
life seminars and there you can see the upcoming dates and how to book in. Um, so yeah, I just encourage everyone to give it a go because it's, you know, honestly the fastest, easiest, cheapest thing you can do to get your business out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, if anyone has any questions or comments um, or gives it a go and has their press release ready, uh, we'd love to hear your comments on the blog at affinity.com.au. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Myra.